Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... Um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering, put in the code Kate, get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. <laughs> Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I'm very, very, very strong on the balance of nature, and I've spoken to a lot of people about it because I truly believe it has been an incredible boon to my health. So I'm very, very happy with the uh, capsules. I truly believe they've helped me to balance life out. I'm 83 years old. I'm in good shape, and I think a big piece of it is because of balance of nature. You represent a really, truly great product not just quantity of life it's also quality and definitely balance of nature has helped me so i'm very very appreciative of that right now balance of nature is offering free shipping and 35 percent off on any new preferred order call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code kate while it's still legal the kate Daly show starts now I've spent more time with President Xi of China than any world leader has for 24 hours of private meetings with him, with just an interpreter, 17,000 miles traveling with him in China and here. He firmly believes that China, before the year 3035, is going to own America because autocracies can make quick decisions. So that's it, Governor. Ron DeSantis. Xi Jinping, the president of China, thinks he's going to own America within 15 years. That's what you just heard from President Biden. Yeah, I mean, it's really astounding. Um, But I tell you, this uh, origins of COVID, this is such an astounding cover-up, one of the biggest cover-ups we've ever seen, um, probably in the history of our country that we've dealt with in terms of what they did uh, with the gain-of-function research, understanding that these researchers had been infected uh, in the fall of 2019, um, and then to cover it up for months, and then to not view that as something that's of utmost importance, to be able to, one, get the truth, but then to hold China accountable. They caused immense damage throughout the world uh, by allowing this, uh, this virus to be unleashed uh, on the rest of the world. And so uh, to be that deferential to China, I don't think that's what the American public is looking for. I think that they want to see a policy from the United States that's more assertive against China, that understands yeah. China's a threat. Uh, they're an economic competitor, but they're also uh, a threat in terms of what they're trying to achieve militarily. 
Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show on a Monday and uh, live today. And also, that was uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, who I absolutely loved his comments. Um, let me just say there's a lot there to unpack. But uh, yes, that was Biden saying that uh, China was going to own us in 15 years or less. And I don't think he was sorry about that. I don't even think he rejects the idea, to tell you the truth. He's been in uh, he's been into uh, China's shorts for a long time, and uh, the, all the travels back for cash uh, to be able to run for presidency and everything else, so kind of interesting. Welcome to Dr. Duke Pesta. How are you? How are you, my friend? Hi. Very well, thanks. How are you today? Oh, incredible. And I just want to mention, you know, Dr. Duke Pesta's show, if you have not listened to his show, you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> You must listen to Dr. Duke's show because he says things that other people are not saying and uh, nails it. I'm telling you uh, what a show he has. It's on every day. You can even catch it on the Kate Daly Show page on Facebook. It actually plays live there after this show every day. And I welcome him. One of the country's uh, only uh, conservative professors left in academia today. I'm so happy that you're speaking out on these things and trying to make sense of them. What did you think of Biden's comments? Give me the specific, you know, you, sometimes said, I can't hear your yeah, intro. He's, so, oh, that's right. Sorry about that. He said basically uh, that China, he spent a lot of time more than any. Uh, and that's true uh, with uh, yeah. China and uh, that China thinks they'll basically own us within 15 years. And um, I, I, I was a little, <laughs> he didn't seem like he rejected the idea altogether. It was very bizarre. Um, and, well, if we're simply yeah. talking about debt, I mean, you could make an <laughs> argument that China owns us now. I mean, yeah. it's simply a matter of, I mean, what they built. They built the second greatest military in the world, and pretty soon that will overtake ours mm-hmm. on the interest we yes. owe them on our, not on the money we owe them, but on the interest we owe them. So, I mean, they seem to have a, a pretty good financial stranglehold. Everybody is very concerned and ought to be. If they decide to manipulate the currency and get the dollar removed, and the yuan made mm-hmm. the official currency of global trade, it, it, they, for all intents and purposes, they could immediately just destroy the economy of the United States. So uh, there are reasons to be very concerned about this. Now, Joe's not concerned about this because no. Joe, and, and, and what we know now, and I think this is something that we can say definitively, we knew it was true before, but now you can see that it's true. So it's not even really debatable anymore that yeah. the progressive American left is more sympathetic and more enthusiastic about China's ability to control people, even if it means despotically, than they are about the future of this country. They see China with its very, very top-down structure, its radical collectivism. They won't call it, when the globalists take over, they're not gonna call it global communism, but that's what it's going to be. And Mm -hmm. the progressives in this country prefer it. They think that China's right. Uh, And they're not bothered by the human rights violations. They're not bothered by what's happening to the Uyghurs. They're They're certainly not bothered by the destruction of religion and the tearing down of the Christian church. Mm -hmm. They see these things as ultimate ultimate goods. Uh, They're willing to sacrifice freedom and liberty and even the prosperity of the United States if what we change exchange it for is a global system in which the elites of the country that will include Western elites, not just Eastern elites, Mm -hmm. as that have that kind of power over every aspect of the lives of human beings. They would gladly, we now know uh, and we see it firsthand. They this is what they believe. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. And so time to, at least we know for sure what you and I knew we've been fighting for a long time. We now know for sure what it is. Yeah. And uh, we were talking before we came on 
And, you know, everything right now is pointed toward toward an assault on our culture, on who we are as a country. I mean, it's coming from all angles. And we noticed that today in the news cycle as well. There were many, many things that are uh, being done. And uh, it's it's really serving up. Well, let me let me just put it this way. A friend of mine said to me, and it made so much sense in, you know, theoretically, we are opposed to a social credit score, which basically all the things that are being done right now in our society are pointing towards this social score yet people like when they're vaccinated or or when they when they do all these cancel culture things or or what have you they love the social credit system it gives them you know they love the social credit i I should say that it gives them so theoretically if you were to ask us we say oh no we're americans we don't want that but then we actually kind of like it and people are getting a lot of mileage out of these things oh i think it's even more than that i think the elites are already one they're doing it they're without Mm -hmm. even telling us you know uh, google and uh Facebook and yes. Twitter and all this. So they're already You're right. listening in. They're recording us. They have all, they've already, look, it's, it's why your and my shows get demonetized. <laughs> your and my shows yep. get uh, hung up by Facebook. We get uh, yep. booted out of Twitter. We get mm-hmm. put in Twitter jail. It, 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 the things that the left says are much more radical than what we say. And they're much more hate-filled than what we say. Right. Uh, but their hate is directed at us, which is okay. Our hate is our hate is reflected back at them, and so we pay a price. So we are already living under under a system of social contract and social behavior, uh, and they're enforcing it more and more and more. And the schools now look. Uh, if there's one thing that you and I have talked a lot about, and this is where I think I hope some of you in the audience who haven't been paying that close of attention, I hope the light bulb. If you're in your car, mm-hmm. I hope the light bulb goes off over your head. Notice what we've been saying for years, and it's now here. The American public schools aren't about education anymore because education is a deeply personal thing that allows people to excel and become the best that they can be in the subjects that they're good of that that's not what this is anymore what what elementary middle and high school now is and listen carefully it is an exercise in social consciousness they are training your kids to be on the right side of the social index they're training your kids to blithely accept what government says they're training your kids to despise a free, uh, our our nation's history which is one long uh, unregressed uh, uh, statement about liberty and growth and freedom. That has to go. They're aligning us with socialist states. They have already broken, basically, they, they found a way to demonize white culture. And one of the first things you're going to see uh, of, the, of the grand new global world uh, social phenomenon, social credit phenomenon, is you will see white people, because their historical role in mm-hmm. building Western culture will start way below zero. You're going to have to do, as a white person, you're going to have to do a lot of progressive and socialist and anti-liberty things to get yourself back to level playing field for, uh, this is a, uh, there's a, a, a major theorist today came out and said that the word Caucasian itself must be destroyed oh because gosh. white people can hide their whiteness behind it. Destroy what? the word Caucasians, force them to be called white people all the time and continue to make white, the word white and whiteness synonymous with evil. That's what we have to do. They're not hiding it anymore. Oh, it just makes me sick. I can't believe that. Wow. That's one I hadn't heard. Um, the U.S. Supreme Court may be hearing a case soon that could drastically change affirmative action on college campuses. Um, in fact, Supreme Court asks Biden administration whether it should challenge Harvard's race consideration in admissions. Uh, race consideration being the hot topic, right? Isn't it amazing as we're being told we're a racist nation, but we're treating it with racism? This is the answer. It's like more racism 
to combat racism has never made sense to me. Well, <sighs> well, we're at the point now. You, you do you do see right now? Yes. Whiteness is no longer about white people. Whiteness yep. isn't about skin color. Uh, Clarence Thomas is white to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yes. uh, both nerdly uh, conservative black people generally. Hispanics who don't vote for Biden and aren't progressive, they're considered white people. And now Asians. And what's the one thing? more than anything else that made Asians white people now. It's because they did too well in school. To do too well in school, the old way, old model of school, where you studied, you worked hard, and you got perks. You got honors courses, you got courses dedicated to accelerated stuff. The Asians came in and they dominated that. They were not, they did not lag behind white people. In fact, they superseded white people in a meritocracy when it comes to math and science. And that makes them white as if they were white. And that's why places like Harvard and Yale don't have the slightest problem lumping them in with white person, people, and discriminating against them. And I also think it's very interesting that the Supreme, and I know there's precedent for this, so I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not 2003, ignorant. yeah, upholding, but, uh, yeah, they want to uphold, overturn 2003, a ruling affirming schools' rights to their admissions process. Yeah. Right. But I'm thinking even more. The fact that the Supreme Court reached out to Biden's government yeah. to see if he he wanted to per- just laugh out loud, because that kind of deference shows you that if you're counting on the Supreme Court to ultimately fix these problems, you better think again. Any any uncorrupted nine judges would not have reached out to this federal government. They would have said on the merits of this case, which is clear discrimination. Back in 2003, it was white people and that were being discriminated against, mm-hmm. and so that was not going to fly. Right. But here it is now. You have a non-white people, the Asians, being discriminated against, and that's caught the eye on some of the Supreme Court. But the fact that they, they would never have reached out to Donald Trump about something like this, the way they reach out to Biden, it tells no. you something's dangerous here. Yes. And uh, so, again, it, it goes right back to the idea of whiteness. Whiteness is anybody who disagrees with them, whatever their race or creed. And that's where we're going. White, white Whiteness is evil. It may be it may be inherent in you and me mm-hmm. for being white, sure. but it can be adopted by non-whites, right? Yep, you're right about that. Supreme Court Monday requested a brief from U.S. Acting Solicitor General Elizabeth Prologar on the case, which was filed by Students for Fair Admissions against Harvard, claiming the school discriminates against Asian students and gives preferential treatment based on skin color. Be very, it'll be interesting. And you're right about that observation. What an interesting observation that is that the Supreme Court is reaching out to this administration. I know we have a break, but I just, wow. <laughs> just Things surprise me all the time. This surprises me. Uh, many things. We're going to talk about many things when we get back. Um, also a case as well, another case as well that seems very, uh, very strange when the hospital workers went and said, we are not going to make them take an injection. Um, this one's wild too. Be right back. What the judge said. Be right back with Dr. Duke Pesta from the Dr. Duke Show. Don't go anywhere. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. For no reason, no wonder we get blamed. Copperhead laughs and kiss my Welcome 
Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. And on a Monday live, uh, that was The Snake by Eric Church. Uh, interesting song there. And of course, my guest uh, is Dr. Duke Pesta, uh, co host as usual on Mondays, which I absolutely love. By the way, get over to mypillow.com. Um, when you uh, help the show uh, by, by buying products at MyPillow, they have the most amazing mattresses, towels, robes. Uh, you know those comfy robes that you get at the high end hotels? I, I mean, they're even better than that. Pretty amazing stuff. And um, I happen to love the products. I was actually so shocked by how much I loved them. But the sheets are kind of like my grandmother's sheets that I used to put, that, that she had on her bed. And I just have been searching for those for so long. They don't have the quality these days that they used to have. But I did find them. Uh, my pillow's got them. Who knew? Who would have known? So go to mypillow.com and put in the code word Kate and get up to 40% off. And, and you'll, you're going to absolutely love mypillow.com. Get over to Frank's speech as well. Um, he put uh, his money into those servers and he also uh, put up a, a great site called Frank Speech. You can go there frankspeech.com and you're, you're going to love it. Absolutely. Uh, Mike Lindell's doing a heck of a job and go to Mike Lindell TV for the latest one of his films on all the election fraud. By the way, the uh, the counts are still going and keep your eye on what happens with these states and the, uh, and the, and the count that's going on because then what happens if we are able to uh, say that these states were stolen? Very interesting interesting stuff happening. Epic Times uh, keeps us up to date on that as well, on all the election fraud. But uh, Dr. Duke Pesto, welcome back. We're talking about cancel culture. We're talking about where this nation is going. You know, Biden said China uh, thinks they'll own us in 15 years, but he also didn't say much about that. He didn't really negate it. Uh, No, he just kind of threw that out there. I thought that was interesting. There's a lot of um, comments today about the G7 and about him messing up so many times that it was embarrassing. Walking last behind everybody, just sort of, uh, just sort of, just kind of what I thought what would happen at, at G7, just what a mess he is. Uh, and of course, he's the puppet. He's the puppet. He's told what to say. And it's really kind of pathetic and sad to watch. What are your comments on on that? Did you want to comment on that? I think you're exactly right. I think uh, this is, this whole thing worked out so well for the left that it cannot be a coincidence. Going into the third year of, of Trump's uh, four-year reign as president, he had African-American unemployment at its lowest rate ever, Hispanic unemployment at its lowest rate ever. Women were participating in the workforce at the highest numbers ever. Things were cruising, and then boom. Yeah. We're led to believe that by this accident, right, this mm-hmm. bat accident in China, right next to a, a laboratory where Chinese are manipulating exactly those same kind of viruses, this accident was leashed on the culture. Then for, for 18 solid months, it was only Donald Trump's fault, relentlessly. Uh, that drove the soccer moms away from Donald Trump. The, secu- the security-minded, mm-hmm. uh, childish soccer moms drove them away from Donald Trump and to anybody else, right. including a senile old fool and a completely failed state uh, uh, state senator senator, excuse me, from California named Kamala Harris, who couldn't even win her own primary when she was in California right. when she was running. These were the two worst candidates, really, in many ways. By Biden, because of his uh, febrile, uh, <laughs> almost pre-Alzheimer condition, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and then Kamala, who's just a complete ideologue, a complete, a moral compassless mm-hmm. uh, political drone. And the irony thing that gets me, I, cu- I could not have imagined that Kamala would be as bad as vice president as she was as a candidate, but right. she is. She's made no effort 
to alter her behavior or to try to seem more responsible or, tr- or to take her job more seriously, even less than I thought she would. Yeah. But uh, And so uh, these are the two, right? These are the two that we end up with. Um, and, and now what do you got? You've got now it is even more perfect for the progressive left because it's not really Biden who's calling the shots. It's pretty clear that Biden is being guided by forces that were always there, the deep state. But now there's no pretense. And, you know, you, this, this is a very much a situation like Woodrow Wilson mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the 1910s, because you see these pictures of Jill Biden on Amer- Air Force One, and she's doing all the ho- homework, and she's looking into all these treaties. Biden's evidently taking a nap. And so we seem yeah. to have a situation, as we did with Woodrow Wilson, another progressive president, where when he had a stroke, his, his wife just behind the scenes took over. It's certainly Jill is more the president, I think, than, than Biden is, because she's the one who can convince Joe what he needs to say, how he needs to say it, when he needs to back down. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's happening. He's, she's the one who this cabal of deep staters are working on to make this the most progressive administration in, in American history. And if they have their way, the last freely election, elected uh, campaign, a president in American history, uh, they won't come out and say that obviously. Right. But with all the help they're getting from social media and all the uh, progressive donors globally, not just uh, locally in America, it's going to be very hard to win win election. All of us who are, who are counting on a, 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 a Republican landslide in 2022. Uh, I, you, you better be very careful. They, they, the, they did. They accomplished the harder thing mm-hmm. in, in the last election. What they've now they control the Congress, the Senate, the presidency. Now they've co-opted the military. Now they've sufficiently uh, uh, defanged local police. Uh, now that they have complete control of the schools and the universities, uh, what they did in the Trump election, I believe, was difficult. Uh, it will be much easier to do it again with those that level of control. And once, uh, and you got to figure in the next two years that they're going to get one, maybe two Supreme Court justices. They're already calling for the head. Uh, the liberals are calling for right. the head of Steve Stephen Breyer, right? right? So they can get somebody. Uh, to the left of uh, Sotomayor, if you can believe that, on the Supreme Court. So once they've got that, I mean, they're going to be pretty much immune to anything you want to do. Any way you want the Constitution to be the grounds for which you extricate yourself from where we're heading, uh, those days are quickly slipping away. Absolutely. Does it even matter anymore? Um, You know, I know people are hopeful when they think about a Republican majority, but if the Republicans aren't going to do anything in, in office, then... What is it going to matter at this point? Well, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. We, when we, and I, I don't fault Donald Trump because the last thing on earth I expect Donald Trump to, Trump to understand is how public school works. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy who spent his whole life in Silver Spoon schools. He would not know a public school from a public bus. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, so, so when he took office, one place that he really had to make change for the future of this country was in the schools. Right. Because another generation of badly educated kids means goodbye freedom, goodbye constitution. But he appointed the most milquetoast person he possibly could. Somebody who at her best, Betsy DeVos, was never going to do anything radical. What did she do? She tweaked a couple of of, by, of Obama's mistakes. Mm-hmm. She pushed back a little bit about the um, the Title IX rewrite about boys on college campuses being treated as if they were right. uh, guilty before. She just so she did a little bit of that, but she did nothing to fundamentally change. In fact, she had a lot of photo ops with UNICEF. She tied <laughs> yeah. American schools more, even more to the um, to the to the UN. 
And so we and, and still what 60, 70 percent of, of Democrat senators didn't even vote for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she squeaked through. Meanwhile, here comes the most progressive, even more progressive than Arne Duncan, Cardona, the, the former uh, education secretary of Connecticut, who's already told the, told the entire country that his plan is to, quote, refocus education, as if this hasn't already happened, to refocus education away from academics and achievement and to equity, right, to holding down high-performing schools because those are white-privileged schools, uh, lowering standards, transforming American schools into places of social justice, not places of learning. And so, and here's my problem, not a single Republican voted against him in yeah. the Senate, not, not one. Not one single Republican could be bothered to stand up to Cardona. Uh, he completely conformed, or I mean, he may have lost maybe one vote, but he, uh, you put a guy like that in, it was almost impossible to get Betsy mm-hmm. DeVos, to ch- who was going to change nothing in, when we had power. Right. Now, when we don't have power, what would have what would have hurt those Republicans? Forty-seven to vote against her. So what? You, you would have been outvoted by what two or three votes. But now you could say a collect collectively that the Republican Senate Senate rejected this kind of education. But they can't now because they all voted for him. It's unbelievable how badly uh, the Republican Party, if there are saviors, how badly they understand the situation we find ourselves in right now. Yeah, absolutely. So what do we do? I mean, you, you're you're we're talking to a lot of Republicans out here, you know, and I'm still registered with the Republican Party. What do we do? Because it seems like nobody's tackling that problem from within. So the, the whole problem we're seeing of just what you said, you know, are, they're not even they're not doing anything on record. They're they're handing out platitudes and everything else to the people, but they're not they're telling us exactly what we want to hear. But then when it comes uh, push comes to shove, they're not actually doing anything about any of this. So what do I you tell this- a Republican? I said this year on your show years ago, mm-hmm. the Republican Party, I'm convinced, would rather be in the minority mm-hmm. uh, because they don't have to do anything. They don't wa- they don't many. There's too ma- far too many Republicans like uh, your own Mitt Romney mm-hmm. who who see the world globally. They, they they're all for globalism. They're all for yep. one united government. They're all for that. They're all for the breaking down of borders. They're all for all for uh, uh, the collectivism and and that kind of power at the global level, the kind of power they've enjoyed in the United States. They want to enjoy it over everyone collectively. So uh, when they're in power, they they're under stru- they're under the guise, uh, under the microscope to do things. And then they don't do things. And then we get mad at them and then they lose. And then they lose to something much worse, right? right? And then when they're in the minority, they talk the talk, they talk big. All these conservative donors start filling their coffers. All these uh, 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 conservative Americans start rallying around these guys, and uh, and they get elected again, and they do nothing. And so uh, there are exceptions, exceptions, of course. De Sanctis seems to be the real deal, and there are a few others. But uh, even a president de Sanctis, right? It's one thing mm-hmm. when you're the governor of Florida and you can pretty much rule by fiat when he's the president of a Republican Party where 60 percent of the six, probably 70 percent of the senators and probably 50 percent of the assemblymen, the congressmen, aren't on his side on his own party. Right. Right. That's a huge, huge division that we're seeing. And I don't think that's going to end anytime soon. So they're only going to pony up the um, the, uh, you know, the status quo. Republican that isn't going to do anything. I, I don't think we're going to see real change come out of this. Even with the election fraud, we're not seeing anything come out of it. We're not seeing any results. 
Well, I mean, the problem is, is that, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, with every month that goes by, it becomes harder. And even if you were to, like, you, you began the show, if there mm-hmm. was a, a bombshell in some place mm-hmm. like Arizona, uh, the, the mantra is still going to be, right, right. That, that none of that was enough to unseat Joe Biden. And at this far away, we can't even be sure that the counts are accurate anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I think so many and, people, and, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm talking too much. But the other thing no, they're going to do is how fast, if something like that is found in Arizona, are you, just like with COVID, where social media, Facebook, Twitter, bans you, YouTube, bans you if you dare to suggest that the election was stolen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and yet all of us are in the deer in the headlights going, what just happened? And wait a minute, and this can't be for real still after all, you know, several months of this, um, three, four months of this, I, I almost can't believe that anything would change. It doesn't seem like it, but somebody had written an article um, in on Lou Rockwell talking about the fact of, well, wait a second, what happens here? Do they wait till 2022? Do, we get, do, you, do you do something now if the fraud uh, were actually going to be reported uh, that happened? So this will be very interesting. I know we have a break, but it will get very, it'll be interesting to see how it's handled because right now I can't fathom the fact, I, I can't see, even though I would love to, I can't see uh, taking, you know, this presidency, I the fraudulency presidency out i don't think they would let it happen is what i think uh be right back on the kate daly show got too much control right yeah be right back talk lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the kate daly show Absolutely. Make the world go away. I love that song. Uh, I concur. <laughs> Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. My guest, uh, my co-host, Dr. Uh, Duke Pest is on with me from the Dr. Duke Show. Make sure you check out that show. Totally amazing show. And uh, get over to Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature, uh, what a supplement. Um, when I did my homework, uh, this was the supplement that was uh, by far uh, above the others because it had everything that you could imagine in this supplement. 31 fruits and vegetables. They take out the air and water and they give you the important nutrients. Um, this is a way to actually get your health on track. And so many people will use it to get off of di- uh, diabetes medication or um, control cholesterol and weight. It helps with weight loss because it helps with cravings. So many different things. This uh, product is amazing. Get it. Put in the, put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and get 35% off and free shipping. So you have nothing to lose. Even try it out for Pete's sakes. What do you have to lose? In about a week, week and a half, two weeks, you'll start to feel these results and you will actually feel when you don't take it. Make sure to get over to balanceofnature.com, balanceofnature.com. My, uh, my, my, well, Dr. Duke Pesta is on, my guest and co-host, Dr. Duke, Duke Pesta. I always love it when he chimes in on all of these things going on, the headlines around the country. One of the headlines that came out, and I'm keeping a close eye on this because this is about 178 people that works that work for a Methodist, Houston Methodist Health System Network that uh, said we won't get the vaccine and they were suspended for not getting the vaccine. Well, the U.S. District Judge Lynn N. Hughes um, ruled, ruled, I love that, opined on Saturday that federal law does not prevent employers from issuing such a mandate. And he said that uh, that also, uh, he, he wrote that the claim currently available vaccines are experimental and dangerous is false. Um, 
I don't know if he knows this, but they are actually experimental vaccines. Uh, I, I can't even imagine coming back and saying false. And he said also irrelevant. And the judge noted that Texas law only protects employees from being terminated for refusing to commit an act carrying criminal pen- penalties to the worker and that receiving a COVID vaccine is not an illegal act. And then he came back and said, basically, it doesn't violate any federal law or public policy. Um, and he uh, also said that comparing the requirement to get vaccinated with Nazi experimental, you know, Nazi, Nazi medical experiments um, during the Holocaust was not, uh, that is not okay to do that. And he made reference to his feelings about that. I thought that was interesting, didn't you? Very much, right? He's offended. Don't, don't compare this to the Holocaust. The Give other, me a but break. the more shocking one is, is like, this, these are not experimental yeah. like, vaccines. They're, in the history of vaccine making, it's always experimental until you have a few generations to see what the long-term problems are. Yep. It, may, it may be okay and acceptable to the degree that a, brand, that a brand new vaccine is allowed to be marketed without knowing what those problems are. But mm-hmm. to say, without have any evidence right now that 10 years, 15 years from down the road, I was reading this today that one of the vaccines is being looked at very scrutinized because uh, in young boys, mm-hmm. otherwise healthy young boys, a number of them who t- took a certain vaccine now have enlarged hearts. Yep. Yep. Uh, no way to know about this stuff, right? Right. And so all this is coming out, over 5,000 deaths reported on VARES, which is only about 10 per, up to 10% of the actual deaths that are happening because many will not report it as COVID. But the ones that are actually reported, um, still, if we had a lettuce problem in America, they would take it off the shelves faster than oh. they're even acknowledging that over 5,000 people have died Absolutely. in the United States. Absolutely. If this was happening to livestock, yep. oh man, this would be the end of that real quick. Uh, and in ways, you know, this has always been the goal of the left to see human beings as livestock that are herdable and are expendable and cullable. And so, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Um, uh, there's just so much going on here. Now, hopefully that Methodist group of Methodists employees who mm-hmm. at the hospital want to, hopefully they take it to a higher court. Yes. And, and if, I suppose if there's systemically, one thing we, we can be grateful of in the short term, is how many federal judges Donald Trump was able to appoint, appoint that seem to mm-hmm. be, at least on paper, conservatives. Yeah. Let's hope. I mean, you know, it comes down to these judges. That's why I think it's going to go higher, because I actually think these employees will take it to the next level. When he came back and, and, and dismissed it with a frivolous lawsuit claim, I thought that was uh, very telling about just this particular judge, like you said. But also the fact, you know, a lot of people are wondering where they stand. And really, it goes down to state laws. So it's your state laws that are really going to be uh, the situation that you have to go read on. Like on my own state, they say that they cannot force you to take anything experimental. And I'm sorry, this judge is absolutely wrong. Um, they, The companies themselves that have put out the vaccines even acknowledge that it's experimental and have since the beginning. So I'm not quite sure why in the world he'd come back with that false statement. It's ridiculous. There's so much, there's so much, so much professional statement from judges, from doctors, mm-hmm. from the Fauci's of the world, uh, these so-called experts that when you listen to them, you wonder why they're experts. I mean, you are, yeah. it's deflection, it's ignoring the question, it's uh, backtracking the double, the double talk that we've seen. It really is surprising to me that um, 
Uh, the so-called government by experts over the last year in this mm -hmm. country and the world has exposed most of them to be empty suits at best. Oh, absolutely. Now, DeSantis, I have to say, we opened up with a clip of his. Um, you know what? He uh, he said he's basically saying $5,000 fine for anyone asking uh, customers for proof of vaccination. And cruise ships could be in violation of the law because many of them depart from Florida, the majority of them. So that will be right. uh, very interesting because now Walt Disney World uh, came back with, uh, you can take off the face mask for the day, and now we cannot ask you about vaccination. You can just say you are or aren't and enter the park. And so, uh, thank goodness uh, DeSantis is actually doing something about it that finds them. I love that. That's awesome. Good news. Well, it's amazing how few people there are in power mm -hmm. on the right who are willing to do these things. I mean, right. um, it, 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 I think De DeSantis has shown if, you, if you're a, a consistent and you're not hypocritical, and you're, ra you're a rational conservative. Mm -hmm. You you can you, you can actually bring big corporations to their knees, as opposed right. to just capitulating to them. No, I love this. He was actually, you know, identifying the fact that you know these are the the, the threats are these people that want to come in and give you absolutely take away your liberty and uh, treat you this way. And he he was really concerned about health data now. Um, health data is all the rage, it seems, in the tech world, and they want this data. And they're going they're going so far to make sure that personal data, like a vaccination, the the states that are showing proof that that say you have to have you know, proof of this uh, going so far. And he was worried about these other states. And so people need to reach out to their governors because really and truly that judge, I don't, I, I actually goes down to Texas state law on that one case with the Methodist hospital. And so what do those laws say? And I'm hoping that Texas had something on the books that would have said that, um, that, you know, you, that, that, that the employer cannot make somebody do this, but I can't tell you, Dr. Pesta, how many emails I'm getting about this and how many people are, are, are saying that they are being forced to show proof really amazing mm -hmm. I, those, I think those the more the more of those things that turn into lawsuits the better because this the freedom dies in secrecy so get into the courts i agree i agree we have a caller hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead uh, Kate, the first point you're making is really important. Mm -hmm. The judge should have said, I have no authority. Right. This is what we all should be saying. Right. Uh, don't laugh at this judge. <laughs> Who does he think he is? Uh, mm -hmm. uh, the dictator of Mozambique? <laughs> he has no authority over this as a state matter. Mm -hmm. He's a scoundrel. He's, a, he's carrying out the same lies that all these uh, health bureaucrats have been bought right. off, have been saying. It's not experimental. It's obviously in violation of the Geneva Convention America is a part of and several uh, other conventions. It is obviously experimental. He knows he's lying. There's not a 1% yep. uh, chance he doesn't know it. But call him a scandal. But the first thing is you just laugh at him. He has no authority. Amen. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's absolutely right. Well, the, State uh, law. What makes it hard to laugh is that's a, the scenario the caller just described is exactly how we got Roe versus Wade. And that's not funny, right? No, I mean, right. these were they were completely out of their depth. They were they were not in a position to know what they were talking about. They had, they almost admitted themselves at at, at that level that they were mm -hmm. making it up yeah. as they went along. Yeah, you're and right. yet that's exactly what happened. You can laugh at them all you want, but uh, we've got we've been saddled, and it, just like the caller said, that was a state decision, not a federal decision. Mm -hmm. And yet here we are going on fifty years of Roe versus Wade. So uh, as much as you'd like to just mm -hmm. laugh at them, I don't yeah. know if that's if that's enough to stay in age. Give 
given the precedents that have been set. I don't know, but we're starting to see um, like DeSantis being you know bolder and saying, okay, there's a fine for this intrusive medical information that everybody seems to want, and it violates uh, it violates so many things in their state. Also, two Nevada counties going constitutional. That's interesting too. Um, Elko and Lander counties. Are we going to see more of that? That would be really interesting to maybe maybe hitting rock bottom. Bottom is making uh, people go now. Wait a minute. Let's get back to basics. Maybe possible. Well, I mean, I think the the good side when we we maybe don't talk enough about that. The positive side of what we're seeing mm-hmm. here, as bad as it looks at the global level, is the fact that Americans are waking up. You're seeing yeah. you're, you're every day we see another person screaming at a school board and we're not just talking about white soccer moms we're talking about black and asian women now right. who are, and dads who are threatening to punch out these school officials i mean this is good you're seeing now uh, with education and with some of these other things real real pushback now from the american people is it too little too late is a question i asked you before we even got on the air mm-hmm. you're beginning to see grassroots movements you're beginning to see coalition coalesce, uh, uh, coalescing coalescing going on mm-hmm. between groups. We keep hearing how more and more Hispanic immigrants are rejecting, seeing through the naked promises. More more immigrants who are become citizens Mm -hmm. are now warning about illegal aliens. That's good. But the real power seems to be situated, again, globally in these uh, this the deep state and these the the social media organizations that put their thumb on every scale uh, is 20 years, 20, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. this kind of grassroots revival would have meant 20 years of Republican control and moderate conservatism. Yeah. I'm not sure in this day and age that means anything at all. We'll have to see. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I'm let, let's hope, let's hope people are hitting rock bottom and we're seeing a, a, a turn up for these things. Uh, but, and, and the news is very interesting. I mean, really looking at all of the news today, um, there's a lot, there's very, very pro they're winning, but then I also get the feeling that, that people are desperate. They're desperate. And, and in that desperation, they don't quite know what to do. So maybe just maybe it turns them back to learning about the constitution. Let's hope, because that's really where we need to go back to. We really need to go back to the basic principles of this country and find out who we are again, because they've been able to transform us into a country that has become very socialist over the last 120 years. And it's really, I think we just don't realize how, how bad it's gotten on that level. I, I wouldn't even call ourselves socialist. I think it's ignorance. I, I think we've become a, con- a country that if you're under 40, mm-hmm. under 30, certainly if you're under 35, you don't even know what the Constitution says. You don't know what kind of government. You think we're a democracy? You have no idea right. of what, um, what, what the responsibilities of freedom are. And, that's, and, and that will result in socialism. But in other words, we'll become a socialist country before most people have chosen it. We'll have they will have chosen it by default, and mm-hmm. then it'll be too late. Yeah, and the news cycles are very interesting because on one page, and I I said this last week, on one page you'll see that they handed out 300 million uh, vaccines, and so people in their minds conjure up images of most of the country being vaccinated. That's not true. And then on another on another page, they'll say when polled, three out of four Americans said absolutely we're not taking it. No way, no how. So you can't have those stories be true, even on a on a second dose kind of situation. That would be half the country. You still couldn't say that that was true. So the news cycles are very, very manipulative. We know this. We've talked about it at large. But you're going to hear such conflicting information on all sides. And it's, it, you know, where do you go for truth? Where do you go for truth? Where do you, where, where do you turn? Where, what are some of the periodicals you go to? 
Uh, you know, I mean, I've, even them are troublesome now, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, National Review has been worthless for a long yeah. time. The, the, the David French's of the world, he's left now, <laughs> but my God, right. what happened to that magazine is faster uh you know but i'm even even some of the more consistent things like red state blog where mm-hmm. you're you're seeing more and more articles conceding that this is a racist country and we've got to change yeah um I, you know I've, I've seen the you know you are authors on the red red state blog mm-hmm. which is usually very solid arguing that well there's a case we're not going to win these battles unless we acknowledge that america is a land of white supremacy wow. it's very discerning to see some of those things there. That's really um, hard. We so we saw what we saw what's happened to the Drudge Report, mm-hmm. right? So um, so true. I, I think that's what happened. The progressives figured out that they were not going to be able to get rid of conservative radio, but if they could, could co-opt it, right? If right. they could, the NRO started with the NROs of the world, completely co-opted. Now some of the the, the, the Drudge, who was uh, let's face it, Drudge was the go-to guy mm-hmm. for most up until a year ago yeah uh, and that's not now i mean you may as well be uh, a george soros guy and going to to, to drudge every day so it truth? shows you how fast mm-hmm. well look at how fox news betrayed its own yeah uh, they they're on tour base during the election oh uh, that was okay, awful. You rush to call Arizona. You want to defend that. Then there's no excuse for you not calling Florida early, right? Yep. They dragged Florida out just to make sure that Biden yep. didn't didn't lose it. I but was they hoping. were all over Arizona. Yeah. I was hoping that people would finally see them for who they are. Fox News finally uh, election night. Yep. I haven't watched Fox News since. I know. I I, w- I hope people people get it. Uh, thank you, Dr. Duke Pesta. The Dr. Duke Show, you can find that on my uh, Facebook page, The Kate Daly Show, plays live right after this. Uh, and just Google Dr. Duke Show, you'll find it. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Duke. Thank you, Vicky. Uh, thank you, Mika. Kate, we'll see you next time. Awesome. And I'll be right back. You're going to want to hang out for this. I'm going to want to talk about, uh, I'm going to want to talk about genetic testing. Be right back.